0: What's up, everybody? It is Hot Take Without the Hot Take. Back back for another week of Junior Senior 2 Views. Uh, It is episode 183. It is the 1st of March 2024. Let's get straight into it.
1: Let's go. All right. NFL free agency, of course. The season, as we know and loved, is no more. So we have to wait. Draft's not here yet, but free agency's always interesting. Let's start. Uh, The first person on the list... Of free agency is Chris Jones of course the mm-hmm. defensive tackle the Kansas City Chiefs and ESPN has him being the team being the best fit for him
0: the Kansas City Chiefs I agree uh, it it makes sense for the Chiefs to want to re-sign him they have enough cap space to re-sign him and keep the rest and especially since the NFL's cap has gone up so um, it would make sense for them to re-sign him and they'll have some cap space Left over to pay guys like George Karloftis and McDuffie once they get their big boy deals.
1: Yeah, uh, he had ten and a half sacks this season, and you know the Super Bowl. Let's face it, he made the, he changed the game. He made things difficult for Brock Birdie. So I think I believe that Chris Jones will bet on himself to stay there. I can't see him going. There's money coming from the Panthers or whoever else has money for defensive tackle when you can. The incentive is to go for three straight.
0: And potentially win the Super Bowl next year again.
1: So, I'd say fine. Okay. But,
0: uh, you know, he's got to figure out what's best for him and his family. So...
1: whatever. I mean, payday's great, but if you can get another ring, yeah, it's even better. Okay. Uh, Kirk Cousins, it's said that... Oh, yes, PN considers the Falcons being the best fit. I'd say it's absolutely not the best fit for
0: him. No. Um, For me, they need to go young. uh, And that's trading for Justin Fields. I think it's the right move for them to make. Um because that solves your quarterback situation immediately as for Kirk himself, I think staying in Minnesota would be the best spot because Minnesota would need a a quarterback right now. Uh, Not necessarily for competing, but if they're going to draft a quarterback in this draft, like Daniels or McCarthy, then that would, or even Penix, then that would be the route you would go have, uh, have cousins on the roster, then sit that rookie behind him.
1: Yep. Um, I, He's come off a major Achilles, surgery, Achilles injury and surgery. Obviously, um, I don't. I think this is a different Kirk Cousins to you know when first Kirk Cousins first got to the Vikings. Uh, his contract ended. He's had some success there. He wants to stay in Minnesota. Based on the, the depth chart behind him right now, it's it's a disaster. So I would say that he goes back to Minnesota. It won't be the money he got, but you know he's thirty six years old. It'll be reasonable, I assume. Okay. Absolutely. All right. Next person to consider is looking, 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 uh, T Higgins. Ooh. So T Higgins has been names been bounced around a lot. Uh, he's a wide receiver from Cincinnati. Um, the best team fit as per the ESPN, uh, perspective is the Cincinnati Bengals.
0: Uh, it just depends on how much, what they can actually do. Uh, how can they actually keep him around? Because, uh, Cincinnati is a team right now that has a lot of question marks. Um, do you give T. Higgins the big bucks? I think he deserves it. Um, but is it going to be in Cincinnati? I'm not too sure. Because uh, they have a lot of their money locked up, obviously, in Joe Burrow. Uh, Jamar Chase as well. Uh-huh. Um, so uh, I'm not too sure as of right now.
1: Uh, look, he can be franchised. I think that's the other option they're mentioning. I mean, I look, I think T. Higgins is going to be sought after. Um, I believe he would stay in Cincinnati if... The money's right. If he gets franchised, maybe he just puts up with it long enough to get a better deal somewhere else down the track. We'll see. Okay, the other one to look at is Mike Evans. Mm-hmm. So Mike Evans, ESPN saying the best fit for Mike Evans has yeah. got to be the Carolina Panthers, <laughs> without question. Well, that's, a team on well, a, that's a team on the come up, look, for sure.
0: Yes, they're, 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 the receivers they have, they have have the top spin of a brisk, brisk walk. The top speed, rather, of a top brisk spin. walk. Top uh, speed. Of, yeah, yeah. Of a brisk walk. Oh, okay. But you need, but I would really, would Mike Evans really want to go here? Not to deal with to David, face. the temper tantrums? Temper,
1: David, temper. Temper tantrum, temper trap. Okay, um, I would say not. Um, there are talks about potentially Kansas City being interested in his services. That would be a uh, good fit. I think that, that I would guess. give Patrick Mahomes another weapon. I mean, they, look, the one thing the Chiefs, Have lost since Tariq Hill's speed. I'm not saying that Mike Evans is faster than Tariq Hill, but look, another veteran wide receiver on the other side paired with. Yeah. Paired with what I think It just depends on
0: how much cap space they would have after potentially signing Chris Jones.
1: Yes. Okay. Now let's move on and we'll go one more. Mm -hmm. I'm looking for one more good one. Uh, bear Bear with me, bear with me, bear with me. Uh, oh shoot, I'm so many of them. Saquon Barkley. There you Saquon go, Saquon Barkley, Saquon. Another where's franchise. The, where's tag? the best
0: feet, fit for him?
1: Houston Texans. That's what they're saying.
0: I guess. Um, yeah, right. Do I want it to happen? No, I want Barkley not. to stick around. Didn't everyone be kumbaya about this organization? Um, but uh, I believe that would probably be the best fit for him. Uh, that's a team that would would could use a running back. Like his, like Saquon Barkley, he's he would be behind a developing offensive line. He has a, he would have a good quarterback in C.J. Stroud to throw him the ball for receiving. Um, I think it would be a good landing spot for him.
1: Um, the spot they had. Oh, look, he's also he's said it. He's mentioned it that he has voiced the idea to stay on the Giants. Now again, potentially that's another that's a franchise tag, and I don't know if he's going to be interested in that. Yeah, but we'll see. Okay, okay let's move yeah. on. So now we know. That the NRL season for 2024 is about to kick off um, And it's kicking off in Sin City yes. So Las Vegas is hosting This has been a In the country here It's been a lot of talk about this uh, It's been a lot of behind the scenes To make this a success And you have the celebrities out there Like The Rock and The Gronk And the this and the that uh, All learning how to play um, You know um, Russell Crowe has explained the game to fans over there the how, to, how it works um, what are your thoughts on this weekend? This is potentially a, a, a
0: really big deal. I think they're marketing it well. Um, there are some Aussie NRL fans who are aggrieved at the way they're marketing it over there with the big hits because most of the big hits are uh, are penalized nowadays. You can only do a certain amount of like big damaging hits um, because of the several rules that have come into place uh, curbing dangerous shoulder charges. But you know, uh, I, I don't mind how they're marketing it. I mean, they're getting Gronk in a Manly Seagulls jersey, doing a spike with the Steven. Uh They're getting Tom Brady to throw the ball to uh, throw a, a, um, a pigskin to Reese Walsh. Uh, I, I don't mind it. I don't mind how they're marketing it. Uh, but the main goal for the NRL is to get eyes on this game. Because the last time they tried to uh, really promote Rugby League in America was the long-forgotten exhibition State of Origin match in 1987 between New South Wales and Queensland in Long Beach, California, which did not do anything for Rugby League in America. And even Tina Turner definitely did a whole lot for Rugby League here in Australia, but not really for promoting it in the States.
1: Yeah, Uh, so I don't know. I think this is going to be an interesting test here to see, first of all, you know, how, what kind of crowd size we're looking at. It's going to be a, a learning curve for a lot of people watching the game, and particularly with, with it being a running clock and it's going to be fast. It's not going to last a gazillion hours with commercials, et cetera. Yeah. So I think it's going to be an interesting opportunity to sort of test it and see. I think the league, rugby league, I think the NRL have big plans to try and see if they could. And look, the sport's not unfamiliar because an international, uh, the U.S. Canada, other countries have rugby teams playing and rugby league, and rugby league playing exactly. So it, it does; it is something that's it's been a up. niche sport. In so I don't know there. whether or not it's going to break in uh, if it could get past uh, the uh, US, the new revamped USFL XFL. Who knows what's going to happen there? Yeah, but we'll see. Let's move on. Um,
0: I got this yes, one right here. Yep. So uh, Jock Vaughn has now been dismissed. Should this have happened?
1: It was bound to happen. I mean, the Nets are. I mean, look at the standings. Dreadful. Uh, the Nets are near near the bottom of the league. I'm um, looking at their record. Yeah, it's pretty much they're pretty much at the door, the, the bottom of the league. They're 21-34, give or take a couple games. Uh, Jacques Vaughn, you know, walked into a situation where, you know, the star players that were there all gone, and you know, and, and the the Nets have now have to overhaul everything. They have to change everything, and you know, by all accounts, Sean Marks is pretty much indicated that Mikael Bridges is the piece that, you know, they worked so hard, and they got from the Durant trade, and they're going to build around him, Um, I'm not in love with their roster, their roster's very top-heavy, a lot of sort of small and power forwards, not too many guards out there, Um, and, you know, Ben Simmons still plays, so I don't know, or not, depending on... What is what his temperament look, is during the week? Look, so, the the, yeah. the
0: best um, ability is availability. He's gone back on the shelf with that lingering back problems. Oh, um, he's he he's put up replacement level numbers um, as he's come back. They're not bad numbers, but like I think most of the NBA community sort of moved on from Ben Simmons. It's like the whole debacle happened, and it's like it's come and gone. I think people sort of understand nowadays that Ben Simmons is what he is. He's he's a good player, uh, but not for this era. Maybe uh, if he was in the early 2000s, maybe he'd be a really good player in the league. Uh, Not now. He's he's the he's in the wrong era um, because this is the era of scoreball. You need to be able to shoot the basketball at a high level, right? Um,
1: But for somebody who has that has well, still I would say still potentially has that talent. It's not too late, but it looks like to me it's like a sense a, a sense of like stubbornness to want, not want to get better offensively. Yeah, and that's just We'll leave it there. Yeah, okay. Next question to you: uh, With all the criticism towards the all NBA All Star Game, is is there a chance for any change whatsoever?
0: You need to get these players somehow caring about this because they don't. It's very clear that they don't care. About the All Star Game, it's blatantly clear. You know, they like cast your mind back to the the early nineties, early two thousands. Those guys cared about the All Star Game. That was the the event. East West, uh, who was the best? And it just it was a really good time. You had players coveting All Star Game MVPs. Now it's like a who cares? It's a whole cup of who cares. We thought rock bottom. Was when uh, Steph Curry laid on the ground to let Giannis run right through him to score, to, sl- to dunk it, because he didn't want to get put on a poster. We thought that was rock bottom. No, this is the Nadir.
1: Okay. Um, 62, 37, 24, 7, 3. Those are the number of fouls that have declined since 1993, 2003, 2013, 23, 7, and 3 this year. Three fouls the whole game. So the refs. Really didn't even need to be there, if there were refs, because I didn't watch the highlights or watch a game at all. Um, they just need to get rid of it. I don't, look, I don't, I think the weekend is what the weekend is. The whole city, which is Indiana, Indiana hell, they won't see that much celebrity there ever again. So, the, look, the whole city, it's, it's, it's a boom for their economy, I get it. But, you know what, I think it's gone, I think it's evolution. I think it's gone by the wayside. You know, you got the early 70s when you had the slam dunk competition, which was actually a a big deal because not many players are doing that. Guess what? All the players in the league do that now. It's not most of them, right? The three-point contest, I think, is still a thing, but it's just too much. You got the you got the future stars and the future star second stars. You got the celebrity thing. It's just too much garbage. And you know what? The players don't want to get hurt. So, you, I mean, throwing more money at them is not going to change anything.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, you got to find an incentive. I don't know what that is. There incentive. is no incentive. You got it. well that's if, cares. well if the, I said if the I mean if the league still wants to run it they you sure got to find you got to find an incentive. Eh, they don't want to. Moving on.
1: All right. Um question to you I'm looking for it here. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh yep. Okay. Um Now that the second season the NBA has started, are the teams who are in first place
0: no second first, half you second mean. Second half,
1: sorry. Will they stay Will they be there at the end? So, right now, if you're looking at East and West, right? Yeah. You're looking at Boston in the East and you have yeah. Minnesota in the West.
0: Um, I think Boston will stick around. They've got a roster that's worth uh, thinking of as title contenders. Obviously, I'm still not that bullish on them come playoff time uh, for a, a myriad of reasons, um, but, and their past uh, playoff uh, failures. <laughs> yeah. But um, they, the fact that they've played so well, Porzingis has been a, a huge addition to this side. They've been so good. Uh, their defense has been amazing. They're, 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 they've they've looked really good. Um, so I've got no reason to think they're going to fall out of the first seed. Milwaukee can't stop tripping over themselves since hiring Do- uh, Glenn Rivers. Um, Doc? No, Glenn. Uh, the, they the. Um, the Cavaliers have figured it out, but I don't think they're quite there yet. They they're figuring it out. Players who are no know, are knowing their role, but I do like the Cavs, but I don't think they're they're quite there yet. Um and then you've got everybody else, the Knicks. Uh I don't think they're going to really push further than where they are right now. They could have done more at the deadline if it wasn't for my Bulls management being stupid. Um and I'm not even going to talk about Chicago. Mm-hmm. But uh, everything else there, the Knicks desperately need Julius Randle and OG Ananobi All right, so back. I was say. Yeah. Um Yeah. As as for the West, I, I don't. Minnesota has a couple more things to iron out. I still think they're they've still got some. Their depth is a little bit meh. I, I'm not sure. Jaden McDaniel's is pretty good, um, or Jalen McDaniel, whatever his name is. Uh, uh, Xavier McDaniel's that's his name. Um, Nas Reed is really good. Uh, Ants is obviously a superstar. Rudy Gobert has been the defensive anchor that they traded for. Cat uh, has been really good. I do like the roster. Um, I don't know about them. Com- uh, I don't know still, though. Uh, but as for OKC, they're a really fun young team uh, who could seriously make some noise soon. So it's really a dogfight in the West so far.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, if you're talking about the West. I, I don't want to put any kind of bets on Minnesota finishing in first because there's too close. There's too many teams like OKC's only a game behind. There's too much. Even the, you know, even the team that's in seventh seed right now, which is Phoenix. And Phoenix, you know, God bless Kevin Durant because he's been there playing every game. I can't say the same for Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal just needs to get healthy. And his biggest knock on Bradley Beal has to be the level of non-play because of injury. So well, at least this season. Well, he gets injured a lot, it's not just this season. I mean, is it the Ka- Wizards? Same thing. So that's one thing. In the East, yeah, I said it. You said it before I did. Yeah, without Julius Randle there, the Knicks have no hope. Um, they need to get better, and OB- OGN and OBBs to get better as well. The 76ers, same goes for them. Yeah. Joel Embiid's been yeah. shelved. If he's not well, they don't go very far. That's all there is to it. I don't have faith in the Celtics just yet. Wake me up when they're in the finals because, you know, yes, I can say without question, I agree. Christophe Porzingis has been a real good addition, and I was worrying about him because he's creaky, and I didn't know he could stay healthy, but he has. And they just need to stop shooting. The threes just they, – they really rely on those almost to a fault. So I don't know if that's sustainable, but it's sustainable right now. Okay. Right. Let's move on. That's you. That's me. Okay. Um, Rafael Devers has spoken out towards Red Sox management. Is he right to do so?
0: Um, absolutely, he is. But I don't think I think his ire is at the wrong people. Management's hands are tied because of Fenway, the Fenway Sports Group, the owners of Boston. They're treating this franchise like it like they're Tampa Bay. Like you're not Tampa Bay. You're Boston. You're the Red Sox. You're one of the most recognizable franchises in. Professional sports, let alone baseball, how? What are you doing? What, why are you treating this like a like a small market team? Uh, I know why. Because you want to make money. Fenway Sports Group, John Henry, and Liverpool fans know about that as well. Because they own them as well. Penguins, know, Penguins fans know about that as well. They own them as well. Fenway do not care. They are the most laissez-faire owners in sports right now. They, they're truly, like, they sit on their hands making their making their dividends. They don't care. So, and it's shown the past two seasons. So, I, I really don't blame Raphael Devers for speaking out, but he's directing it at the wrong people.
1: Okay. So, look, at the end of the day, you're Rafael Devers, you were given a long-term contract, you know, it's it's math too, so it depends on how much money's sitting in the coffers to be getting someone like Jordan Montgomery or someone like Blake Snell. So I can see why that would be a concern. Red Sox were dead last last season, and you know they're in American League East. Enough said. If they did realignment today, they may be somewhere else. I don't think so. They'll be in the East no matter what. So it's a, it's a, it's a, it's one of the toughest divisions in baseball. But, but so. the, big,
0: the biggest thing with Snell though is that. Scott Boris is is um re- him and Scott Boris oh well really Scott Boris in general was keeping a lot of his players from getting deals okay. because he, yeah but that's a whole another discussion entirely.
1: Okay,
0: your question yeah. All right, my question yep. to you is are the expectations greater for Lionel Messi and Inter Miami?
1: Yes. You got Luis Suarez now. Uh you didn't they didn't make the playoffs. That 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 would have been a huge disappointment to the ownership to the
0: city the, well, was, Me- to be fair Messi came in late during the season
1: right but you know there was there was there's a lot of expectation there you're Messi you're Lionel Messi that's it you're a world cup champion you're like you know one of the greatest soccer players or football players to ever play the game it's a big deal when you're trying to market Miami and make Miami what it is and sort of keep up with the joneses you know like you know the heat still have have street cred down there so, yeah, it's, it's, I think the expectations are, are amped. And Neil, Neil, Lionel Messi is 36 years old. He's getting old. And it, it, that's, you know, one injury, one this, one that. That could change everything. So, right now, time is up. The time is reaching. The window as a franchise with getting a player like that, it starts to eventually close.
0: Yeah. Um, with the talent and the money they've spent, they need to not just make the playoffs. They need to win the whole thing. They need to, at least within the next two seasons. They, I, if if they don't, it's um it's probably one of the greatest failures I've ever seen, because the money that's been given out to the to this team, not just with Messi but with Suarez, with uh, Martinez from Atlanta, for the the pieces they have, they've spent a whole lot of money on, mm-hmm. and Beckham and company are looking at that saying, we need to win the win the whole thing not just the supporter shield we need to win the cup
1: okay uh we're reaching the end of our show but we'll go through a few things congratulations to patrick raw patrick wah raw roy. roy. not roy Waugh. yeah raw who finally who got his uh number retired from the montreal canadiens also has his number retired from the Aval- avalanche the team he left to go to yeah we
0: know hockey fans know the the scene uh, Wa gave up nine goals without being pulled last game and goes to management says that's my last game in Montreal and gets traded to the Avs wins two more cups
1: yep congratulations Gino Oriema, second co- second to Coach K with 1,203 wins basketball uh, lifer coach he's, of the UConn women's basketball team has won I think 11 championships lifer easy yeah,
0: absolute lifer yep um, he's he's been around for a long 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 time Uh. he's coached the the, the USA women's team as yes, well yep. To a lot of great things yes uh, You also have yep, Of course with being at UConn For a long time as well yep um, And yeah He's a legend He'll probably be right there in the Hall of Fame With Coach K inevitably yep. And yep. with Calipari and Calhoun
1: Okay retirement Eric Cosmer World Series champion With the KFC Royals of course the Mets were the victims of that uh, Defeat um, He played a few more seasons Played with the Padres, and I think finished with the Cubs. Yes. Yep. A um, couple of things. At around this time 30 years ago, Michael Jordan signed a minor league contract with the White Sox. He, of course, at that point had announced his retirement from the NBA, which uh, the Knicks were happy to see that that happen, uh, and the rest of the league. And then went to uh, go to spring training uh, to play with the White Sox and uh, had a few games and... And that was that, yeah. <laughs> and the rest is history. And then he said, "Yeah, I'm done with that." Yeah. So yeah. Uh, around, and also around this time, thirteen years ago, Carmelo Anthony showed up to New York and was part of a massive, massive trade. i have got to look for it because it was a massive trade. Sorry, I remember what it is. Yes, uh, February twenty second, two thousand eleven. Uh, the Knicks received Carmelo Anthony, Carmelo Anthony, Chauncey Billups. Ronaldo Bauchman, Anthony Carter, Sheldon Williams, and a 2016 first-round pick, and Corey Brewer. And the Nuggets got Gallinari, Wilson Chandler, Raymond Felton, Timothy Mozgov, who won (laughs) won a championship, I believe, with the Cavaliers. Uh, Second-round draft pick, 2013 second-round draft pick, 2014 first-round draft pick, 2016 first-round draft pick, uh, Jamal Murray, and Kustos Kuvos. From Minnesota. All right. And Minnesota received Eddie well, Curry. So well, that Jamal
0: Murray is the big piece that got out of that. Yeah. The the Carmelo Knicks era is sort of just, with Melo in general, his career has just sort of been a whole lot of unfulfilled potential. I mean, you had him with the Nuggets. He's now recently spoken about that on a podcast with him and George Carl. It didn't work out at all because Carl is an old curmudgeon. He's uh, he, yeah. It also yeah. didn't
1: work out with Iverson because it brought Iverson. Yeah. over. Well,
0: because that failed. Yeah, that failed. That failed. Um. But and then with the Knicks, uh, you know, you had some fun with Jeremy Lin, but uh, allegedly he forced Lin out. Uh, well, I don't know. I, I, I
1: just think that I think Mello in New York, it was still that situation where they didn't have enough around him. Yeah, but they really
0: didn't. Yeah, and also uh, Phil Jackson came in and constantly berated mellow to the press for whatever reason yeah and because he wanted to because he wanted mellow out of there
1: okay Um, at around 27 years ago uh, the Washington Wizards became renamed from the Washington Bullets Uh, Um, there there were some there were really I was a contest looking at this Uh, The other names could have been the dragons the Express the stallions and the sea dogs but they chose the Wizards because at the time, the idea of bullets in Washington was considered a, not a good thing because of the crime rates and the murder rates at the time. So, yep.
0: And you're still angry about that <laughs> to this day. Yes. You, why? Why?
1: Well, I don't like the name, but, I mean, sometimes, you know, sometimes the name is whatever it is. I mean, look, since the name change, I think the Wizards only been to the playoffs three times since then. I really think so. I mean, maybe, maybe a
0: little more than that. a couple no, more. I think, no, I think they – sorry,
1: nine times – and that's about it.
0: And they have, but they haven't, stink. They haven't been past the second round. And they stink. Yeah,
1: And they stink now.
0: So they're not going to playoffs this year. Okay, yeah, no chance.
1: Okay, um, a few happy birthdays. Happy birthday, Bo Naylor. He of
0: the Cleveland Guardians. He has yeah.
1: two other brothers in the system as well.
0: Jo- no, j- yeah, Josh, <laughs> Josh, Josh Naylor is one of the uh, you, Bo, Josh, Josh, and someone Josh else. Naylor is the star and first baseman yeah, for the Guardians. And Guardian. there's also a catcher. But yeah, Bo Naylor, who's the catcher, and then you got one other uh, Naylor brother. Yeah, that, I think I think, I think
1: it's Bo Naylor the, the youngest of the three, but that's it. The three brothers. Okay, happy birthday, Luca, twenty-five years
0: old. Luca Doncic. The the Mavericks are Luca. sort of in a okay spot right now. Uh, They're always right where they need to be. It's and just, and the trades have worked out. The oh trades. yeah, sure they have. So but, you know, but uh, the expectation is they need to. Uh, I think it's finals. They they want to be targeting the finals. They're in a West that sort of anyone can sort of be there right now Yep. Uh, so I think the Mavs see an opportunity uh, Wonderboy Luca Magic is a great damn player and he deserves finals basketball
1: that's alright don't worry about it if you don't get there the Knicks will take you in okay oh my god Uh happy birthday to Khalil Mack 33 years old he of the Los Angeles Chargers um, of course now the Chargers with Jim Harbaugh he gets to sort of Go under his tutelage Enough said about Khalil Mack Great player Happy belated birthday Tony Gonzalez The great tight end Tony Gonzalez University of California Yes The great tight end Of the Kansas City Chiefs Whose records are going to be broken next year If all goes according to plan By Travis Kelsey Yeah Okay, and
0: so that's the end of our show. If you come from any other platform, welcome. welcome. We do this thing once a week. It's been a, it's been slightly over a week since we've done the last one, eh, but we've right. been very busy. Don't worry but about it. But next week we will be back with some more content. NRL season will be fully in swing. So Trade we'll be, deadline for the NHL. Tra- trade deadline for the NHL is coming. Yes. There's a lot of teams in flux right now. We've had a couple of trades already. I will be talking about those very, yep. very soon. Uh, We've got more uh, baseball seasons coming up as well. Spring training is already in full swing. Will Scott Boris even lay off his his demands for his players and allow Blake Snell to get signed somewhere? Bellinger has already been re-signed by the Cubs. That's because he went back home. He had nowhere else to go. Yep. Uh, Other than that, we will see you next week. Adios.